And we're back with another episode of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glassford coming right back at you here from the Lakers Fast Break. Pop culture, cosmos, inside sports, fantasy football, and also, of course, Game Source. Thank you so much for listening to all of our great shows. It's uh, been a wild ride these past 24 hours with everything going on with the coronavirus. And the NBA has had to make a lot of decisions on the fly ever-changing situation going on with the coronavirus. At first, the Board of Governors from the NBA had decided that they were going to play in front of no crowds after last night's games. Unfortunately, that changed due to one member of the Utah Jazz, rumored to be Rudy Gobert, who had originally earlier this week mocked the coronavirus and said it wasn't that serious. Well, if that's the case, and he has it now, I don't think he's laughing very much at this point in time. And it looks like on top of that, he may have gotten Donovan Mitchell sick as well. So we're going to be discussing that real quick as far as the impact of what's going on, because the NBA has decided at the last minute to not only cancel that game, the game against the Pelicans and the Kings, and also they canceled the rest of the season for right now, suspending it until an indefinite date. We don't even know when. We don't have any time frame or anything going on. A lot of fans are confused. A lot of fans are disappointed right now. But here to discuss that with me today is my good friend. I know him as Tom Wong, but you know him as the man behind Lakerholics.net. Be part of the conversation today at Lakerholics.net. And Laker Tom... I don't know, man. It's just been a wild, crazy 24 hours. I know I was talking to TJ Johnson about it at length, but even after we went off the air, it changed even more. Well, the NBA actually has just come out and said that it's a 30-day suspension, and they'll relook at the situation after 30 days. But boy, what a shocker. As I told you when we first got on the air or before we got on the air, it was like a punch to the gut. You know, the Lakers are are doing so well, uh, looking like they're really getting in tone for the playoffs and then you get hit with this and 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 it's also been the punches left and right that's happening with the whole economy uh with all sorts of people getting sick in different areas the lackluster effort by the government at this point in time to get ahead of the entire virus situation it it, you know it's you feel like especially when you're older like my wife and i are and uh, we've both had medical issues in the past that uh, you just want to hunker down. And uh, unfortunately, you can't even watch NBA games and hunker down. Major League Baseball is going to follow in the same thing. Hockey is followed. Major League Soccer is followed. Uh, concerts are being canceled. Uh, political convention or political rallies are being canceled, uh, even by Trump. Broadway's um, and- been canceled. Yeah, so many different facets of our lives have been canceled and put on hold. So many things around the world, soccer events, you name it, rock concerts, music festivals, conventions like you had spoken of. I know for a fact, uh, NAB, E3, CinemaCon, you know, so many. Even movie releases are getting postponed because. That's correct. Nobody's going to want to go into a theater and sit down, you know. A Quiet Place Part 2 was moved out indefinitely because it was opening next week. Unfortunately, Vin Diesel's Bloodshot is still opening and. I don't think no, a lot of people want to go that, that. Too. They just postponed that too. Did they do that? Okay, yeah. I have checked up on that. So that's, I know you just yeah. if you if you turn away from Twitter or whatever your instant news feed is, you're immediately out of date. Well, I don't think anybody was going to go see that film, anyways. But that's <laughs> anyway besides the point. 
I do want to say that we're wishing everyone good health and continue to help. Just do what you can to protect yourselves and your family out there. But Laker Tom, the impact on this is, you know, we've never seen anything like this before, uh, right. you know, at least in the modern times. And the financial aspect of this and the damage to it, it it's just almost incalculable. Got a lot more to come because this thing is not going to get better before it gets worse. And we look at it from the NBA thing, and it's the NBA is just a little microcosm of what's really happening around the whole world. And our inability to have done the testing that we should have been doing really at the start has put us really behind the eight ball. I think that the NBA, the 30-day thing for the NBA, we're going to be out even in the most positive hope, 60 to 90 days. And there's still a good chance that the season could just be plain canceled. They're going to try to hold on as long as they can, but the ramifications that that go beyond the sport almost dwarf the little subjects that we're going to talk about here today. And that's the toughest thing to to deal with that people are going to lose their lives because of this. And, uh, on top of that, a lot of people who just have everyday jobs are going to lose their, lose what little savings. I mean, what were the statistics that the average American family cannot handle a $300 emergency? This is going to put a lot of people in really serious trouble. Um, so it's almost hard and it's almost silly for us to be talking about what its ramifications are on the NBA. But those are, are going to be some serious ramifications. I mean, there could be every team over the salary cap and in the luxury tax territory, they're going to have to renegotiate the CBA next year. Um, especially if they cancel a season, the revenue of the teams uh, is going to go down dramatically. Jamie sweet on our blog posts a, a normal five things, uh, article every few days about usually about games. And this time he posted five things about the coronavirus and the NBA suspension and how it's going to affect it. And one of the things he pointed out, he said, is the entire infrastructure for supporting NBA games, all of the guys who take the tickets, that clean the, the arena, that prepare the food, that, that handle the parking, all of those people are going to be, what are they going to do for a living? How are they going to get survived during that period of time? Players, hopefully, in the Players Association and the NBA will make some moves to take care of them. But then you've got all of the other people, the restaurants that are going to be closing. Uh, the stores that are going to be closing and and it's just going to have huge ramifications that is going to really, when you combine it with the oil crises uh, and the the obvious direction that we're headed toward for a recession, it's going to really have some some major consequences that are going to affect daily life of everybody in this country and not just a few basketball players. And then you get into you get into Rudy Gobert. I mean, my God, this guy's clowning around and wiping his hands all over everybody's uh, stuff in the locker room, on the microphones in the press room and so forth, and coughing and sneezing into the mic on purpose and so forth. And the basketball gods turn around and he's the one who turns out to be patient zero. Exactly. Um, Karma. If there was ever justice in that, you cannot mock the gods in situations like this. And taking things lightly and and just treating them as a political issue as opposed to a life and death issue where people are going to die. People are going to go broke. People are going to be in misery. 
and you you just try to take that and work it to your advantage is, is really sick. So if there's a silver lining in this whole thing, it's hopefully that this is going to change the climate of, of politics in America, and we're going to get back to, to having somebody running the country who really gives a damn. My apologies for injecting politics into it. Yeah, I know. I I know. I'm not normally, you know, enthused about that because you know I don't want to. You know, if you want to hear my thoughts on anything political, I always put it to TJ Show, Voice from the Underground. But I will say, uh, I'm I'm not going to say I disagree with you on any of your accounts. I'll just say that publicly. But I don't want to say yeah. this is a right. We've, had, we've got a firm rule on Lakerholics.net that we don't talk politics or really. Yeah, I, I want to try and, and avoid that too. We've been through that and. Everybody who has ever been in a blog understands why you don't do that. Yeah. This it week does, we said the hell with that. Well, it goes down to a slippery slope. I mean, between right and left and all that. And, and uh, you know, like, like I've said to you before off camera, you know, I've told, shared you my feelings in regards to that as well. And, you know, it gets to the point where even on our Pop Culture Cosmos show, we, we uh, try to leave it out as much as we can. We, when it gets too political, we try to kind of stray away from it. But, so I hear you on that. Uh, but I yeah, hope, you know, I, I I hope that maybe some miracle does happen, and this doesn't turn out to be as bad as it's looking. Boy, it's just it's just something that you just got to hope and pray that it's not going to really be as bad as as the experts expect. Exactly. I mean, because you hear those words, 40, 50, 60 million people that might be affected and and come down ill with this virus worldwide, right. and the fact that you, like I said, you are like you said, you're you're in that age group. I have a mother that's 86 years old that I'm very worried about every single day. Uh, I have uh, so many different family members uh, that I'm very worried about as well. You know, I know a lot of people that are listening out there, they feel the same way. So it is yep. very, very nervous time. It's been one hell of a ride. I'm just going to tell you that, you know, we started off with the China situation and how that devolved very quickly. We, you know, we had very little bit of a piece before the unfortunate instance with Kopi. And now this, this has been yeah. by far and away the craziest NBA season of all time. It's such a tragedy that a season that should be nothing but joy for Laker fans has all of these things going on, you know? And it's funny, you know, I, I think just a few days ago, I was still able to have my first reaction, you know, when I hear all of these things being, season being canceled and talk about that and so forth. And, and my first reaction was so naive because my first reaction was, Oh no, we're going to get cheated out of our 17th championship, you know, and the golden state warriors are going to, this is like a blessing for them that they're going to, you know, survive the whole thing with all of their terrible season, get the number one draft pick and then be all back and healthy next year. And then reality sets in and you see all of the other ramifications that, that make that, inconsequential you know exactly. when you consider people dying and all of the people that are going to get sick in the economy and how it's going to wreck so many people's i mean so many people's 401ks now have already gone down the tubes and and that's those are people who can afford it if you got a 401k and it goes down the tubes that's nothing like the guy who can't even afford to put groceries on the table for his children um it's just you know hopefully out of anything can come out of this we can realign our priorities NBA players might be thinking a little bit differently about I'm only going to go a one-year contract because I'm going to get a new contract that's going to be 20% bigger. And and all of this talk about all of those moves that they can make that are all all presuming that everything continues to go up in a straight line arrow. 
Because the salary cap is going to be the way salary out cap is going to be decimated. I mean, every team, if they if they'll have to renegotiate it because the way it's looking right now, the salary cap, they're gonna have to pay back money based upon the salaries that they've been paid. And you know that's not gonna go over with the NBA players, no matter how bad the country is. Nobody wants to give back money. It's a terrible situation. I think the NBA, I, I applaud them for taking a fast action and a decisive action. I just hope that that things will get better enough that that we can survive the season and, and finish the season, you know. I think it would be a travesty for Laker fans uh, after six years of what we've gone through not to have a chance to do that. Um, so I'm hoping above anything else that, you know, that this pandemic doesn't turn out to be as deadly and as long-lasting as everybody expects it to be. Maybe the lunatics who think that it's going to disappear in summer. Maybe all of the efforts of shutting down all of these events and, and creating separation of people will really, really work. And we won't have to go through what China went through and what Italy is going through and what, you know, other South Korea is going through at this point in time. And we'll be able to survive, you know. Um, I certainly hope so for everyone out there, including yourself and your family. But I do want to say before we head on out, my friend, uh, Vin Diesel's actual real movie, Fast and Furious 9, was delayed a year. Bloodshot that came out this weekend. And oh, they, okay. Yeah, yeah. Not, not the movie he got a nice paycheck for that nobody will watch. It's the movie that he gets a nice paycheck for that everybody watches. That's the mm -hmm. one that got delayed. <laughs> Have you seen Contagion? Yes, I did. Actually, some of the best movie music I've ever heard. It's a little slow. It's actually a almost, worst a, doc, almost a documentary in the way that it's done. Yeah, there, it's even a with all of the, even all those stars. What amazed my wife and I is, we watched the movie, we turned the movie off, and naturally we're on we're on CNN as our as our default channel. It was like the movie didn't end. It was really just like the movie never ended. It's a I little... thought the movie was over. My wife says, and it's, yeah. we're we're both watched the screen, and it's, it's well, just you know. Eerie. That and Outbreak, a movie I worked on back in the 90s ah. uh, in Hollywood. Both those movies have soared up Apple movie charts since this coronavirus has taken place. I'm not a big fan of Outbreak, even though I worked on it. I'll just say that. Contagion, I think, is a good movie, just a little slow. I think it's a little overdramatic uh, at right. times. And it obviously represents a disease that even, has an even more, more outstanding more, mortality rate than... Right. You know, even what is close to what, what the coronavirus is doing, it, it represents a much higher mortality rate. But it does have some things in it that if definitely we can relate to today. Jude Law's blog character. Oh, yeah. It has some eerie similarities, even though it's a little dated to what's going on today with certain outlets and uh, things of that nature. But yes, it does have some things in there that you can definitely point to, and just you know what we're going through right now. Yeah, I go to Costco and you. you I see. just did. I just did this. I have, Is that uh, where you were coming back? You told that me correct. that you were out, coming back from the store, and my, my immediate thought was, hmm, he's probably going to Costco to load up. Yes. Uh, well, uh, three times this week, I've I've been trying to to just to get uh, you know water and things of that nature. Uh, you know, I know I spoke to TJ on last night's show. Uh, you know, he works for Costco uh, as a manager and, and yeah, he, <laughs> he's been inundated with a lot of things right now yeah. going on in his, his life in regards to trying to deal with the masses panic shopping and all that. 
And People are only going to accept toilet paper as payment in the future, you know. Uh, well, dollars, won't, dollars and gold won't work anymore. Yeah, the toilet, the toilet paper. The toilet paper jokes have been running wild all over the internet. Yes, I, I hear you. But getting back to close out our program, just wanted to go ahead and say for the future, we're going to go ahead and stay on at least one time a week. Uh, I want to go ahead and commit at least one time a week to still what's going on to get people updates on the NBA. If they don't hear it from anywhere else, they can at least listen to us at least once a week. We'll be on the air for that. So I continue to invite you to listen to our show and we truly appreciate it. If you do, if you have any questions for us, you have any concerns, comments, or just want to share some thoughts, uh, you know, you're right there at Laker Tom on Twitter. We're at Lakers fast break on uh, Twitter as well. Lakers fast break at yahoo.com. But there's a great place also to vent your frustrations and also as well, you just share your thoughts on what's going on with the NBA. And as I turn it over to you now, that place is none other than Lakerholics.net. Well, we appreciate the plug, Gerald. Been a lot of great discussion on Lakerholics about the situation. Um, almost everybody is in 100% agreement with uh, the moves that the NBA made. Um, we're all, as Laker fans, obviously hoping that as Laker fans and just as human beings hoping that this thing won't be as serious as everybody expects it to be and that that we can proceed with games maybe in 60 to 90 days. Um, I think that there's a good a good chance that even Major League Baseball may push theirs back. And so we may see an entire shift of, of a couple of months, you know, if God hoping that, that we can be in a situation in a couple of months from now to be considering doing games again, even if the games are in empty arenas, at least to just keep the record going and, and give Netflix some competition. Well, it's, <laughs> so also like dominate. Said, it's like you said, just to keep something out there that people can focus their attention on. And, you know, sports the is escape. a way of, exactly. Sports we all need escape. And also just some way that, that we as individuals and human beings can rally around uh, sports sometimes does a trick for us in many ways, but, it looks like for right now that we're going to be going through some rough times as a species for around the world. And it just looks like at this point in time that we're going to have to stick together and stick through it. But like I said, if you have any questions, please reach out to us. We're more than happy to go ahead and answer back to you. Again, we will be on the air doing podcasts at least once a week. So, that, you know, stay tuned to us. You keep subscribe to us. You will get the latest episodes. And, you know, if you, if you want, you can listen back to our conversations. In fact, like when Lake, early on, especially for Laker Tom and I, with our arguments early on in the uh, early shows, they're quite amusing, especially on Rondo, when it comes to Rondo. So, you know, I, you know, if you want to cheer yourself up, just listen to Laker Tom and I arguing over Rondo in some of the early episodes, and that will go ahead and hopefully give you a smile in some dark times. How about that, Laker Tom? That sounds like a good idea, Gerald. There you go. There you go. Yes. Nothing like a good argument over Rondo's plus minus that'll get you going. So, but yes, my thoughts are with everybody out there with you, Laker Tom and your family continued health and everybody stay safe out there. Just truly cannot thank everyone for listening. Stay tuned to us for the latest news and information on the NBA each week right here on the Lakers fast break podcast.